Hello and welcome back to the Alchemy Incubator. It is December 1st, 2021, and it's a really big day here because we're counting down to Christmas. I have a little boy and you can be sure that our house is decorated and we are in the very active process of anticipating Christmas. Um, however, I wanted to make a podcast today to begin to bring awareness and talk about another thing that happens during this time of year for me and probably for you if you're a human being and have gone through any kind of life and that is grief. Um, I think this year, these last couple years especially, have brought new levels for people. Uh, this These last couple years have been really hard on partnerships. Many people have experienced the fissures in their relationship um, becoming much, much wider, much more difficult to overlook. And I've seen a number of people uh, close to me who have moved forward in separation and divorce. I've also had friends who have lost family members. Um, I, there are people in my circle who I have lost this year and, and that's normal parts of life. But in the past year and a half, almost two years now, it seems to have been compressed and sped up like these experiences of significant loss, meaningful, difficult change. And maybe you have quit your job or lost your job. Um, there's some really interesting research around that and how that like overcoming a loss of a job can actually be more difficult to recover from than the death of a spouse. So there's a lot of identity tied up in all of these things. And at the holidays, um, we're fed a constant diet of, you know, conviviality and joy and almost like myth of how your family should look like when it's together, which is probably not true for most of us. So I wanted to talk a little bit about navigating grief. And I think it's a thing that we are not collectively well schooled in. It's one of those rites of passage that you don't learn until it happens to you, until you're brought to that place where you are confronted with having to learn some skills to navigate loss and sadness, heartbreak, and the grief that is underneath that. Um, I am nearly 40 years old, and I have to say I have encountered significant loss in my life a number of times um starting when I was in high school and I was 17 and my family's house burned down and navigating that process at that time in my life I had no tools for like just none um I was raised in a Christian home so I had a very Christian worldview, but it did not carry the weight of loss in any way at all. I was mad at God. 
I didn't understand and I and I actually somehow knew at that age that I didn't understand. I knew that my worldview was too small to really give me a bigger framework for experiencing and processing that that loss. <clears throat> when I was 28 years old, almost or maybe I was 27, whatever, around that time in my life, I had a roommate who tragically died. Um, she and I had lived together for many years. She was really more of a sister type of person in my life. And she didn't come home one day from um, a, an adventure that she was on. And um, that is really truly the time in my life where I came just face to face with the fact that I needed help. Um, my grief was really significant. And it's worth noting here, in case you're not aware of this, um, significant emotional experiences are stored almost like beads on a string. We call those gestalts. And those experiences then build on each other. So when you've had trauma or you've had loss and you experience another loss, you're not only experiencing that first loss the very first time or just that one isolated event, you're experiencing the losses collectively again. And without having skills to process through um, each event as it comes up, what confronts you often feels like a tidal wave of these emotions and that's extremely overwhelming and can be really scary. Many of us in our culture run from that. And as I was processing the loss of my friend, I became very depressed, which I think is not abnormal. I also felt that drawing on my um, my Christian spirituality, I did not have the tools to understand grief and loss and I found a lot more of that in Buddhism and in Buddhism specifically um, you know some of these teachings that are just to be with what comes up for you that can be extremely terrifying if you're doing it for the first time Um, it's not easy to be with what comes up I had a therapist at that time in my life that I will be forever grateful for. And she offered me this, which is what I want to give to you if you are experiencing big emotions this season. She suggested that I nibble at the edges of my grief to metabolize it. And so what that meant was turning toward these feelings rather than trying to cut them off, push them away, push them down. Um, and, and, you know, do all the things that we do, which are, you know, dissociating or numbing out or just suppressing, but to actually turn toward this feeling that I was having and to sit with it. What I learned through this process is that it your feelings come up as waves. When you turn towards 
the sadness, the grief, the, the loss, and you let that sit with you for a little bit, you feel the feelings that are there. That may mean crying. It may mean just feeling the heaviness, the inside, but being with it, it actually will recede. It will not engulf you. It will not completely derail your life. When you turn towards it, you are attending to yourself. You are acknowledging that something significant happened that impacted you. Grief is love that doesn't have anywhere to go anymore. Like you can't channel that love onto that person or into that relationship. And so we need to hold that space for ourselves and for the acknowledgement of the feeling the you know the person the event the situation that is no longer there and just be with it and then you'll notice that that overwhelming feeling will recede it will likely come back but the better you can be in your practice of nibbling at the edges of your grief or your sadness you will find that it metabolizes. It, it, it gives your body the opportunity to move that emotion through rather than putting up a big dam or pretending that it doesn't exist. We call that bypassing. And it is it has really negative impacts because I think that it will come out to bite you later. So if you don't do the work now, you're going to do the work later. So why not just do the work now in the time that it's coming up for you and give yourself that gift, honor those memories, honor the feelings, and make some space for the fact that this season, this time of year can be really complicated. This month, this season of winter, especially in the Northern Hemisphere, is where we very naturally turn inward. We are more in our homes. We are maybe more inside of our thoughts. Um, Let it be a space for you to to hold for anything that comes up, recognizing that um, when you do give a little bit of room for grief, And rather than keep it outside of your holiday experiences or your celebrations, if you can give it a little seat at the table, you may notice that it does not actually take over the whole show. Let it be there, acknowledge it, honor that it's a part of you and all the experiences that you have at the holidays, and see if there is also becomes a little bit more room for Um, joy, wonder, um, happiness, delight, you know, magic, miracles, some of those things that we also hope for at this time of year. It's complicated. It's not easy. But I want to offer this to you because you can do it. And in case no one has ever told you before, you can do it and you will be okay honor yourself and everything that you feel. That's really one of the best gifts that you can give yourself this year.
for joining the conversation today. I hope that there was something in there that's helpful to you or someone else that you know, and I would love it if you would subscribe to my podcast. You can find out more about me and the services that I offer at emilyjamisoncoaching.com. And while we're here, I wanted to mention that from now to the end of the year, I am running a special on the Clifton Strengths Assessment. I am a certified Clifton Strengths coach, and I want to invite you to really zero in on your strengths and your unique talents. Over these three sessions, we'll really look at what you bring from a very asset-focused place, and I will help you to take that energy into the new year. I'm really excited about this. This is truly one of my passions. If you would like to have a conversation with me about that, please go to my website and reach out and we will talk.